welcome to Shift, a podcast about helping people coming out of their comfort zones and really getting over their own internal BS to really reach their potential. My name is Elena Gregimova. I'm your host. I'm really excited to be joined here today for a conversation with Motasim Moatis. Motasim is a has is an entrepreneur, and in fact, he's the founder of My Career, which is a a delivery partner for Amazon based in Toronto, Canada. But his journey started a little bit before that. So back in 2011, he was working for corporations. Um, this is where he started his career. And then he shifted toward, the first shift was towards an entrepreneurship journey, which maybe he'll mention to us briefly. And then in 2019, he had his second shift, really not only shifting his careers, but also shifting countries, cultures, and many other things. And I'm really excited to hear more about that. Motasam, welcome. Hi, Elena. How are you? You're good? Yes, thank you. Always always good to catch up with you and, uh, and have a chat. Um, first of all, I love the name of the uh, of your podcast. It's, it's amazing. I mean, shifts, and we think of it sometimes. There are things that, certain shifts that you will consciously do, and there are certain shifts that life will push you through it. So it's it's important to always have this uh, understanding in it. So um, let me just give, the, give a bit uh, background. Um, to, uh, to complement what you said. So when I, uh, when I moved the first shift as, uh, from corporations to a startup, it was a shift that was intention. But with this shift, every single plan that you had in mind has nothing to do with reality once you jump in. Uh, you I mean, mean from the corporate world to the startup? Corporate to the startup, yes. yes. Because when you're drawing it on a paper, you mm-hmm. think that you know what you really got every single... <laughs> piece of the of the equation in but then the moment you go in the real exam the questions that are asked are not totally the same what you studied uh, before. <laughs> they didn't teach me this one right <laughs> didn't teach me this question exactly so uh, yeah so um, so i did the first shift in 2011 and it was a startup it was called more moments of re-entertainment this was um, loyalty and rewards and i'll tell you a, a story about it uh, which is um, we initially thought of this as a uh, couponing booklet where you got discounts in a, in, a, in a booklet from different restaurants or different uh, uh, dining places. Um, and we were thinking to sell it booklet by booklet until, and this is sometimes just showing that you can work really hard and then an opportunity will open out of nowhere. Until we went to uh, Vodafone, the aim of us going to Vodafone was purely to get some ads inside the booklet. Mm. They looked at our uh, project, and I would say project because at this time we didn't have neither a company nor we had a product. It was literally a project. Think of it as a project in a university. They looked at it, they liked it, they found that there's a potential out of it, and they signed with us an exclusivity deal that actually gave us a good um, confidence in the project which from it, I was able to resign and focus on the project going forward. So sometimes you all you need is just doing the first shift and then you'll see the second, third, fourth shift coming from there. Yeah. Do you feel like the hardest part is like, or I guess when you first think about making that jump into entrepreneurship, you always feel like it's so hard to take the first step. And then you realize that the first step is actually the easy thing. And then the hard that you're like, that was the easiest thing. That was like the freeing thing. Once you take that step, but then the, the work that follows is like, that's where the, the real struggle is at, right? Struggle and reward as well. I have to say. Correct. I mean, you know, um, actually I was just thinking of it. Every day is step number one for you. 
I mean, the thing is sometimes a person would say, you know what, just the first step and then I can see the finish line. In, in business or in entrepreneurship in general, unfortunately, it's not the same way. Every single day you take a step, one step over the step you took yesterday. And as you're unfolding the steps, you're unfolding your own capabilities, you're unfolding what the future is, is, is driven for you. So I always say, don't think of it as multiple steps. Think of just one step at a time. Just take this step today and then things will unfold going forward. Yeah, absolutely. I love the, the, the term unfold because I think that sometimes it's, you also build that self-confidence and you learn to trust yourself and you build, and that's essentially how you build resilience, right? So it's just, there's no other way. Like you just have to go through it. Like, you know, when, when in the corporate world, when they, they talk about resilience training and I'm like, come on guys, like you can't teach resilience. You have to just sometimes throw the person into the pool and like, let them learn how to swim. Like that's the way you teach resilience. Right. So it's, the, it's by taking action. Um, I'm curious. So the first shift for you was in 2011 and you've gone through, you know, quite a journey. And this is where we met in Dubai and um, when you were in that space. And then in 2019, you made even a bigger shift. So talk to me about the difference. Like what were some of the things that helped you from your previous experience? And what's some of the things that were just completely new to you in 2019? Like, is there any comparison there? So my my second shift was a bit... um, I would say bolder than the first shift because not just simply I moved countries, I moved countries, I moved industries, and I wasn't younger. I wasn't uh, just uh, moved out of university with one backpack and I can just go freely. I still had my responsibilities. And also, and I have to highlight, this is one of the key things that sometimes becomes hard on us. And you had your pre, I'm going to call it ego, of what you had before. And this is something that unfortunately we compare a lot with it. So these taking it forward and moving into a a new country was a bit, uh, was a bit challenging, but one of the things that helped, and I think it's um, what I learned beside the technical skills or beside the business side of things is, and I'll show you here is this word mindset. This was something that really helped because you would always have challenges. And literally, we had challenges every single day. If your mind starts controlling you and start pushing whatever negative thoughts, and there will always be negative thoughts that then controls your emotion, you're not going to be able to take this one step every day because it's just all here in in your mind. So that was the the main challenge that was, uh, was there with the first or the second move. Mm. What do you think is the biggest, I'm sure there's been a few things, but what do you think is the biggest thing you've learned about yourself for the first, maybe the first time, like the first time you jumped into entrepreneurship and then also now, like what were some of the two biggest lessons you say you would say you learned about yourself in particular? I'll, I'll tell you something. I, um, when, you're, when I was in, in, in corporate, I was working in marketing and trade marketing. Okay, So I didn't have much of a sales role, never had business development, sales, customer relation. All this was not part of the things that I neither worked on nor learned. When you move on your own business, you are one big part of what you do is sales and business development. You reach out to people either to share what you're doing or share your business. So you will have to do it. I always thought that it's something I'm not going to be able to do. But when you start doing it, 
you will unleash certain capabilities in you that you never saw. I never knew that I had some sort of business development and, and client relationship within me. It had been ignited when I started the, the, the business at that time in 2011, but then it started growing and growing and growing until you start reaching a level that you enjoy doing it. You're doing it as if it's so natural that it doesn't even show that it's business development or sales. It just shows as if it's a normal conversation. And it's true. Some of them is just becomes a normal conversation that then moves into a certain opportunity. The second thing that also you start learning is you trust yourself more. When, when I was in corporate, I used to trust the system because I was working in a company. So you always think that this is a bulletproof system. Someone else worked on it and did it. So it will never fail you. Yeah, it's like a security blanket. Exactly. But outside, especially when you're still a new company, you don't have that much of systems and processes. You're literally building them as you go. So you don't have much to rely on systems, but you have a lot to rely on yourself and rely that your own judgment and gut feeling will take you through whatever decision or challenge you're, you're facing. Mm. You know, what's interesting is that uh, when you, you're right, when you when you kind of you have that system and that security blanket. And another thing that at least I've learned, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this, having started several businesses in your past and, and now even. But when you leave a company, you don't just leave a company, you also leave a brand that is behind you. And then you have you're like 85% of your network, if not, if not 95%, just disappears because all of a sudden you're less valuable to a big part of your network that you know and that's maybe that's also the ego part because it's like you're you're kind of somebody and it's easy to send an email and when you have a big brand behind you people tend to respond but then when you're like a little startup and you know i mean in our case at least like when we first started that people like you know what is besser and you know like now people know about besser but the, the first the first few months like who is besser and who are you and and wonderful that you're doing these things but like people care a lot less and it's it's much harder to build something from scratch um what do you did you what do you find about that and in terms of just also network like how like how has that been a shift in that sense in terms of the network the circle that you're around has that changed for you tell me a little bit more about that no um i'll tell you a small story um the moment i left the corporate I had in mind that, wow, I have tons of business cards stacked <laughs> next to me. You know, what else do I need? I have vendors, I have clients, I have friends. I, have, I mean, what else do you need? I mean, yeah. you're, you're going to finish the first deal in like maybe an hour from now. Anyway, I had, and I have to say, close people to me that didn't even answer my message, <laughs> let alone pick up the phone, answer the message. Yeah. At the beginning, I was literally down because I had a problem that, is it something in me? Is there something that I'm doing? Is there something? I started doubting even the steps I had. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you something that I learned throughout all this. People treat you based on the role you play at the moment. Yeah. And this is so important to put in mind is that you might in one day play three, four different roles. You can play a role as an account executive that is required from you to go in a meeting, take meeting minutes and be able to follow up. You might play the role of a general manager. You might play a role of a speaker on a stage. Each of these roles, the audience or the person you're dealing with will treat you in a different, totally different way. And the moment you're able to understand, and this is what I try to train myself, 
the moment you're able to understand what is the expectation of the role you're playing now, it will ease this ego side in you because you will know that okay, the expectations from me now is as a speaker or as a junior uh, executive, which is okay. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, in a startup, you will play multiple roles and you will have to be able to play these multiple roles in a very decent way without getting into your emotions. Because the moment it hits your emotions, I'm telling you, it's going to be so hard to even close a deal because yeah. you will always think as you're going to take it, quote unquote, personal, that they're treating yeah. that because, you know what, I have something wrong with me. No, they're just yeah. this way because they see you as a junior role compared, they don't know any history about you. They don't know what you did before. All what they know is you're coming right now as a junior role or you're coming now out as a GM, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That, that's so spot on. Yeah. I mean, not taking things personal is like a, a virtue on its own. And, and I think that's so spot on. I remember, I don't know if it was the TEDx you gave in Dubai, or maybe it was something else, but I remember you also talking one time about the hero, like everybody's their own hero. So it's not about you. It's just everybody is their own hero and they have their, in their own story. And it's your job to help the hero, be the hero. And if you're able to do that, then you get exactly what you want from them. But I always remember the, the hero part part of it so so spot on that's true that's true i mean no, no one wants to be everyone wants to shine and i always say if your company is able to make the client shine depending if the client shine as his brand as his product as his service as him individually the moment you're able to be a part of his stage he will love working with you the problem is that sometimes companies don't see what is it that will make the client shine and then eventually they're not able to deliver on it and then eventually they just simply collapse the, the relationship that is there. Mm. Um, I'm curious also, I kind of want to circle back to the mindset piece. I know you're into CrossFit and you're very much into like, you know, uh, uh, just being in the gym and trying and pushing your your body to the limit and these sort of things. I know you, you're you're quite active as a family. I'm curious how how does that help you with your mindset? Uh, Pre COVID or after COVID? <laughs> <laughs> Whichever one. We can we don't have to talk about COVID. We're just going to skip that whole uh, this this past year and a half. <laughs> so um, having having a decent. Uh, health and wellness in general. I mean, it doesn't matter what type of exercise you're doing. I mean, you can be walking, you can be cycling, whatever it is. I mean, nowadays also knowing that there's a bit of restrictions in general and having gyms, people might do whatever they can to just simply move the body. It's it's a matter of just moving the body. So the more movement you do, the more you will literally get into a different mindset, into a different uh, overall energy. And for me, the objective right now for any exercise is not uh, weight loss or muscle gain, or it's it becomes a mood fixer. I just do it the moment I start feeling that, you know what, it's going to fix my mood for the coming day or so. The challenge that I always have, and I'll be also honest, is that sometimes when you are super busy with something, you will drop this health and wellness side. You might eat something that is so fast on the go, you might forget to exercise or put your 30 minutes here or there. And and now I'm trying as much as possible to be more 
rigid on it. I, I call it the non-negotiable habits. So hopefully this non-negotiable habits will always be there. But sometimes you negotiate it with yourself. You have this <laughs> inside talk of, you know what, uh, I think I can drop it today. So um, it's, it's super important for me. The, I, I do it early morning. So mm -hmm. I also get it out of, the, out of the day because if I do it afterwards, I might skip it. So early morning, fresh, you just start your day from there. Yeah, absolutely. No, for me as well, it's more of just mindset. Like it just changes your whole day, even if you just move just a little bit or whatever time. But I agree. I think it's also easy to fall off track. And trust me, I mean, I think we can also just not talk about how we were physically in the past year. I think everybody struggled in one way or another, but it's just about getting back up. I think it's just kind of making sure that you you come back to it. Like, you know, like, yeah, okay, I slipped here and there, but let's just get back to it um, and create that routine. It's important. Um, listen, only because it's right behind you. And I'm really curious to ask. So you've gone through different changes, different shifts in your career and your life. Um, I'm curious, what do you see as happiness? How do you define happiness? And how do you find define success now? Having gone through a roller coaster, I'm sure of just, yeah, it's right there. Yeah. I would say small momentarily, uh, wins or small mm -hmm. momentarily um, achievements that you do is setting a small goal. Something like, for example, I'll wake up in the morning, I'm going to do my 30 minutes workout. Once you do it, that's for me is happiness. I start feeling that mm, I promise myself and I deliver. Mm -hmm. So these small wins is what eventually comes out to be a, a, a grand motto type of, uh, of happiness. But on a longer run, I started noticing that the happiness that you get out of having people appreciating a certain um, action that you did in their life is much, much, much greater than anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I, have, I have with me uh, very young uh, team members that just came into Canada and are starting to explore their journey in Canada. And they start working with me. And after a couple of months from, from working and then they find something else that they like, they call me afterwards and they you know what? We learned this from that time working with you or working with, with the company. And this had helped us to progress or succeed or, or, or. This on its own is a certain level of happiness that you do not plan for. And whatever someone would speak about it, like me right now, the feeling of it just simply is in a different level when you really find someone picks up the phone and tell you, by the way, you don't owe me anything. I don't need anything from you. We're not even in the same company, but I just want to say thank you mm. because you had affected my life positively going forward. Mm. Yeah, no, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I've experienced for firsthand your ability to kind of mentor and provide opportunities and 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 you you do it so uh how to say it um what's the word like unintentionally so naturally you know um and i think that's just in you to be honest and i mean in in dubai you're actually one of the one of the only people that have provided opportunity for me to do to do some things that would i would have never had actually you were one first to get, let me dip my toes into the world of entrepreneurship so i definitely relate to that and um to those young young people that you're <laughs> that are calling you that, that that are calling you and telling you these things so spot on yeah that's definitely in you i have to say so, you're doing you're doing, yeah. you're doing great, uh, Elena. By the way, now with all your entrepreneurship uh, journey. 
yeah, we're so, it's a roller coaster, right? <laughs> um, and so, and the next thing is then success. How do you define success right now? What's success for you? You know what? This is I was I was thinking about it until I read what is what is written here. I'll, I'll just read it for you. Yeah, so, please. Doing what you want, when you want, where you want, with who you want. Mm, yeah, and sometimes nice. it's just purely the freedom. Yeah. The freedom that, and again, I'll have to add one point. It's responsibility with freedom. And when you're responsible that, yeah, it's not the freedom as like, you know what, I'm going to take off for a year. I'm not going to work. And I don't know what's going to happen after this. No, you're responsible enough to say, you know what, I'm going to take today full day off. But I'm responsible and I know how things will, will go. You choose. You choose the actions you want rather than it's dictated to you. It's not always easy. And I'll say maybe 60%, 70% of your life would be dictated somewhere or another if you're able to at least have a portion that you choose what to do in freedomly. This on its own is a success. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. I'm with you on that. That's, uh, uh, yes, absolutely. Freedom is what it's all about. Freedom. I love that definition. I think that's how I probably I would define success. Exactly what it says right there. <laughs> and you know, it just, yeah, go ahead. And, um, and, and also the other thing is, and I think that's, that's key. The last part is mm. with whom you want. Mm. Sometimes we're not able to tell certain people, thank you. You but no thanks. <laughs> Exactly. Just take a take take a side. Uh, we're 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 a creature by default that likes socialization, but sometimes you would need to consciously know who should be close to you and consciously know who should you say thank you. And it's not about anger; it's about moving people from an inner circle to an external circle, it's from someone that you will call every day and 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 work with or check on to someone that you will maybe. Once a year, send them a message on Facebook to check on them. That's that's mm -hmm. all. It's still there is a relationship, but it's a different level of relationship. And I think that's also important to ensure that your life has a decent quality compared to what you would want it to have. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know what's interesting, and I, 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 it literally just came to my mind when I when I was looking at the gratitude piece. I don't know if you remember, maybe when we were both in Dubai, like a few years back, and you, 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 and we were talking about gratitude, and you're like, you know, there's that feeling. Sometimes you just feel that gratitude. You just feel it in your stomach. And then, like a couple months later, I was like, Mo, I was like, I felt that, like you remember we talked about, like that, just like you feel grateful every day. Don't get me wrong, but there's different levels of gratitude, and there's moments where you just feel it, like physically in your stomach. You're like, you know, like this is gratitude. Like you just feel so grateful, and that that's what comes to mind. So to me, that's gratitude. Is like, okay, you have your daily gratitude, but then there's those moments when you're just, you know just you just feel it I don't, I don't know how to explain it i mean maybe i just sound crazy when i say it but you just feel it physically um and and that that that's the kind of gratitude i aim for like that's my aim what do you feel about gratitude 100 i mean so it's it's two levels one level is this level you're speaking on which which is it just comes deep inside and you feel you know what i'm super blessed with x or y or whatever you have in your hand this is not a daily, this is not a daily thing. It just simply sometimes pops out of nowhere. You, you feel it deep inside. But still also, I would have to say gratitude is a skill you have to work on. 
Because with the action we have in our life, unfortunately, the negative side of life hits us a lot. And if we don't pause for a moment and just simply count our blessings and have this sort of gratitude in our mind to say, you know what? Yeah, it was a hard, tough day. But I'm still grateful because I did this and this and this. And I'm Mm -hmm. still grateful that this and this and this is in my life. So we have to remind ourselves. Mm -hmm. Sometimes when I feel things are really hard, really hard. And a day it's, you know, when you have these days when it just goes like a domino effect, things just (laughs) collapse and everything. And you're like... Yeah. I don't know where to go with them. I mean, the, the thing is collapsing. Yeah. That's the day that I would just simply take myself, go outside for 10, 15 minutes and just simply yeah. take a deep breath and think and say, you know what, if there's one thing I need to be thankful for right now, what would it be? <laughs> just pull this one thing for now yeah. to make the day pass quite smoothly afterwards yeah. I'm, I'm laughing because it's like it's, I, I know exactly what you're talking about so I'm just laughing I'm not laughing at you I'm just laughing because it's so real there are days you just want to pull your hair out you're like what's happening <laughs> and that's the only thing that keeps you grounded I mean that's like for me honestly what I've been falling in love with is like stoicism I'm obsessed with this journal the mm-hmm. daily stoic journal and keeps you grounded, cool most of this. Oh, it's just it's just moments of just like this few moments in the morning or during the day, just to put your thoughts down, just to just to kind of ground yourself. It's uh, it's everything, absolutely. Um, also, keep in mind something, Elena, is that at the end of the day, when you are working by yourself, you don't have uh, even if you have a team, but you don't have the close colleagues that you can chit chat with. You know, sometimes when you're working with a big organization, there are people that are your colleagues at the same level. They understand your frustration when there's something they'll understand. You can bring out all these emotions to to them. You know, the mm. water fountain cooler chit chat or rumors yeah. or whatever you want to call. Yeah. But when you're working on by yourself, you don't have this. You cannot just simply bring all these emotions to your team members. They might not understand it correctly. You might not bring the same emotions to your uh, home and sometimes your friends will not be there. So this is why I say is you have to be able to contain yourself. You have to be able to pull these sort of gratitude moments to fuel and refuel yourself as as you go, because that's Mm -hmm. the only way to be sane rather than going insane. No, absolutely. And yeah, and I think that's, I think a lot of, a lot of, uh, I mean, entrepreneurs in particular, I can speak to, but I, I'm sure senior leaders as well suffer from this because it's almost like you don't really know, you don't really have an outlet to to go and to have these conversations. You have to do a lot of decisions on your own. And a lot of times you don't even know if you're right, <laughs> you know, and you just like, and that's another, that messes with you. You're like, it's wonderful. You have all this like decision-making power, but you're like, maybe I'm wrong. And and for me, what's been, what's been super helpful is, I mean, having just, mentors or people that can kind of have been through the same journey um, just to balance ideas, just to like affirm that I'm not crazy. Like, is this like, am I on the right path? Because I think we all need that. And we, and I I think that's what many people don't get about entrepreneurship um, because it's, you know, it's, we're just like learning as we go. Like we don't, you know, like, and it's a very lonely journey a lot of times. So it's, you have to work on your mindset. Like, that's where it's at. Like, that's it. And I like, this is probably like the biggest lesson for me was just that personally. Um, 
so since we're talking about that, so uh, earlier you said that one of the things that kind of the takeaway was learning about yourself, and I think it's so relevant to many people, is that to learn to trust yourself and to learn to, you you learn through this journey that you don't know what you don't know. And I think that's brilliant. That's like the, 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 the epitome of growth mindset, right? You don't know what you don't know. And if you feel like you know everything and, if, you know, if you're not ready to fail, like that's it, like you're done. Like if you, if you can't see past that, it's very difficult to move forward. What, what is another message you would like people to take away? Those that are maybe sitting at home and, you know, listen to this and they're, and they're saying, you know, I would love to, to change countries or to make the shift, but I'm scared. Or I would love to turn to, to turn to entrepreneurship, but I'm not even sure where to start. What are some like action points that you would recommend them? So one of the action points, um, and before I tell you the action point, I'll tell you a small story. When I, uh, when I came to Canada, I came just before the, the COVID. So I came end of 2019 new country wasn't sure yet what i'm going to be able to add as value to the country so i was still exploring then came march and the lockdown happened and everyone was just simply in the, inside their home so there was no networking i wasn't able to go outside to even get a chance to speak with people and see how can i add value at this particular moment this is where i saw an opportunity for deliveries uh, last mile deliveries and i said i want to learn more about it picked up my car, I went on the streets, and I literally worked as a delivery driver to learn what's, what's this industry, what's happening. I had no clue how will this unfold. I had no clue where would this take me, but I felt that there is something in it. And I started working on building a business out of it. I'm trying to bring it through until Amazon started uh, looking for delivery partners. Why? Because online started picking up. They wanted more delivery partners with them within the, the country. So they literally started publicizing for it. I joined the program. Then after this, we got a couple of interviews. Things went well. We signed a deal with Amazon. So my, my take out for it is if you would come right now and tell me in 2019, by the way, Mo, in 2020, you will have a company that is working with Amazon in Canada, I will tell you, I have no clue what will I be selling. <laughs> I don't know. I have no clue what are you talking about because there is nothing in my history that says that I can neither work in tech nor maybe work as a online, maybe work as delivery. I don't know what could it be. So why am I saying this is you can think of whatever plan you want in the world. Whatever plan. Think of there are other opportunities that are much, much bigger than what you can plan and your small mind, not that I mean that it's small mm-hmm. as, but I mean the boundaries of it can think of. Yeah. So the only part that I would say is take your first step. Take a step and trust, trust that the more you put hard work, the more you put time and showing up, something will open that is much more bigger than what you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I, I can't even say anything else after that. Like that's, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> like that is, that is beautiful. That is, that is so spot on. Yeah. Spot on. And I, I, I think sometimes we underestimate, I'm not, I'm not going to say underestimate. Sometimes you think of uh, messages, you say, you know what, I 
just give me a message that I'm on the right. Just give me. God is not going to send you an SMS. I mean, it doesn't come. It doesn't come straightforward messages. It just simply comes in a different way. It comes by people that you meet throughout your journey. So you might be thinking of something, and then just simply boom, something will open up. I'll I'll, I'll share with you something. Let me just bring something. Just yeah. Share with you this. So whoever is not uh, watching the video, this is a um, Amazon van. Mm. Okay. This Amazon van in 2019, just before doing anything about delivery, um, I went to one of the fulfillment center of Amazon here in Canada. I went as a visitor just to watch what they're doing there. End of the tour, okay? They used to give you gifts, okay? Just takeaway gifts. So there were three types of gifts that you can choose off. Okay, out of nowhere, I chose this gift. I, at that time, I didn't know anything about neither deliveries nor what we're doing. Just simply something that pulled me towards this. Mm. Now speaking about messages, I wrote on it. Okay, start of a journey, and I put the date. I have no clue what will happen. Awesome. Now fast forward yeah. one year, literally November 2020. It was when I was delivering to uh, to Amazon as a my courier. Mm. Now talking about messages, I'm telling you, there are tons of it in our life. But unfortunately, sometimes we get so much occupied mm. with things happening in our life that we do not comprehend the messages that are coming to our life or the opportunities that are opening in front of our eyes. Yeah. Spot on, no, absolutely, absolutely. It's um, it's a nice reminder for myself and for everybody who's listening. It's um, yeah, it's definitely. Uh, what to say after this? Honestly, I mean, I think that is the that is. So what to do? What, yeah, what to? Now, I, now I'm thinking about all the messages I missed today. I don't know. It's how, now I'm, I'm paying attention all of a sudden. Is there something happening? <laughs> oh, I love it. Every time I talk to you, it's the, it's like that. Every time I, I'm I'm mind blown by something you say. For as long as I've known you, really. So um, no, no, it's spot on. And the more actually you you chat with people, the more you speak, and I have to put it, it's you you just open your horizon. I mean, all what I'm saying right now is not something that I was born with. It's just simply getting it from other inspiring people and just testing it myself and seeing that things are work. So Absolutely. the world is the world is really a great place. It's just a matter of just go out there and explore as much as you can. Things will fail. Things will 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 win. But eventually. Eventually, it balances out that the winning is more than the failure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And this is why I love talking to you, and I love talking to people. You learn something new every time, and um, that's where it's at. That's where everybody has a story to share. Thank you for sharing yours. Um, listen, I know you do some content out there, um, and you're 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 quite active. And if anybody that is interested to see your TEDx, what was the name of your TEDx talk, by the way? Because I loved it. Uh, why do we grind? Why do we wake yeah, up? Yeah, why do we grind? Yeah, I love it. So definitely, I'm gonna put up the link if anybody wants to watch it. Where else can people find you to follow you to maybe read up, connect with you, see your journey? LinkedIn would be the best place. So um, maybe we can also put the LinkedIn uh, yeah. link uh, in the comments. And uh, yeah, LinkedIn will be the best, uh, easiest way. Yeah, great. Listen, thanks so much. I appreciate you. Um, really, it's so great to catch up with you after all this time, and uh, I wish Thank you all you. the best. I'm I'm looking forward to watching your journey and continue to learn from you. 
Same here. And I love uh, chatting with you and it opens a lot of horizons there. And I hope all your audience will enjoy this talk. And if there's any comments here or there, we'll be more than happy to hear it out. Thank you. Thank you.